You're listening to My Work in Progress. I'm Heidi Vega, and on today's episode, we are talking with Tracy Loggard. Um, we honestly, okay, let me start off by saying she's she's one of those people whose Instagram accounts you um, come across, and you're just instantly, in, almost inspired, and I would say just, you can't help but appreciate her content because it's so genuine, so authentic, it's so her, and she does it so just unapologetically, and that's the most, that's the best part, you know I'm all about that, so of course I had to bring her on the podcast and kind of have her talk with you guys, talk with me, I guess I should say, and um, just give her, just give us some insight into uh, how she does it, how she keeps being genuine, authentic, how she keeps the the trolls from getting at her, how she keeps um, helping chicks live in freedom, basically. Uh, that's one of her little things under her bio, and I love it. And um, yeah, so let me just stop rambling and let's get into this podcast episode. So before I do, of course, I'm going to ask you guys to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Go ahead and follow me if you haven't already. Um, you can follow me at it's me Heidi V on Instagram, and go ahead and follow Tracy too. You're going to want to after after the end of this podcast, believe me. So um, her handle is also just her name, so Tracy Loggard. I will spell it out for you at the end of the podcast, but you have to stick around. So enjoy, guys. Now that you're here, I'd like to welcome you to the podcast. Um, If you could introduce yourself a little bit so the listeners kind of have an idea of who you are and what you do. Sure. Um, My name is Tracy Lockard. I am um, basically a work at home mom. I have an online business that I that I work and um, I have two little kiddos ages three and four. Um, Their names are Aaron and Jack. And, um, I basically stay home with them. I run them to all of their (laughs) stuff. Um, (laughs) I'm, I'm their taxi essentially. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I, I live in Southern Illinois, so, you know, just surrounded by corn all day and, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, 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 not super exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, honestly, I was very much caught by your bio for your Instagram because I was like, you know, typically I don't even I'll pass through the bio and just start like looking at people's pictures. And I was like, oh, okay, I like your hair. Like, that's cool. Like not many people (laughs) purple hair, you know. And then I finally looked at your bio and it really caught my attention because all the points you have in there are very just interesting things that you don't see very often. And I loved, uh, I loved how you wrote helping chicks live in freedom. I thought that was like, that's the way I haven't heard it said before. And that's very interesting to me. So it really kind of stuck with me even afterwards. And I was very curious of how you got started. You say you have an online business. What does that entail? Yeah, so basically, I am a social seller, um, direct sales, network marketing, um, however you want to put it. 
basically I, I work from home and I, um, basically help other people figure out how to work from home as well. Um, I say I help chicks, um, basically live in freedom because I, I feel like I wasn't really living in freedom before I figured out how to do this from home and, and sort of adjusted my whole life around this, this freedom based, um, lifestyle. And what I mean by that is, is basically just, just doing what you want when you want and, and not worrying about what people think or say, or, or whatever, you know, doing things that feel right for you. Um, hmm. you know, cause I, I used to be a teacher. Um, and so when I, <laughs> when I, uh, went on this route of trying to figure out how to work from home so I could be there for my kids and all this stuff, I got a lot of, I got a lot of, um, negative feedback, I guess you could say <laughs> from that, you know, that, that what I, what I working from home is not, not a real job. It's not a real quote unquote, a real job. So, right, right. so that, you know, and I think a lot of people have that mentality. And so, you know, if, if someone doesn't necessarily like their nine to five or they need to leave their nine to five for whatever reason, um, they want more freedom in their life. They want to work from wherever they want to do whatever, when they want, they want to be their own boss you can do that, hmm. you know, even re- right. regardless of, of if people tell you that it's not a real, <laughs> a real thing or, or whatever, you know, who cares? I, right. You should be right. able to, to live in freedom and, and do, do what you want when you want. Nice. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you. And I think it's really important to point out the fact that, you know, women, I feel like experience that more than men. Yes. As, as you can tell. Yes. Yes. We are primary caretakers for the most part. Yes. Sorry, that's my kiddo in the background. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. That is that is a okay. I completely understand. I have a two year old and yeah, I, I can be recording and she just walks in and is like, I have something to say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but what issues have you come across? being part of social media just in putting yourself and your experience out there um I'd say the biggest issue that I typically get is just like negative Nancy's you know Mm. people that people that don't necessarily feel like what what I do on a daily basis what I do for a living what what I pay my bills with is a real job Mm. um people tend to think that you know, social selling or, or network marketing or whatever you want to call it um, is not necessarily a a real job that can actually pay your bills and um, can help you do the things that you want to do. And so that's Mm. the biggest thing that I, that I deal with is, you know, people that, people that don't necessarily believe that what I'm doing is a real thing. And then, and then you also have the, the troll people (laughs) because I try to, I mean, in my, in my, on my Instagram feed and and even on my Facebook everywhere, everything that I put out there is truly 100% me. I don't try to sugarcoat anything. I don't try to, um, you know, I don't try to mask anything that's, that's actually going on in my life. I, I put everything out there. I, I put, you know, the good stuff and I put the bad stuff and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you get those people that that are just very, very negative and, um, 
will say things like, you don't have the body to put that picture out there. If it's a picture, you know, of, of myself, you know, wearing clothes or, or a picture of myself, you know, with, with anything, it, it, you get those people that are like, you know, you, you don't necessarily have the body for that or, or people I put, I post things about my kids. Both of my kids are autistic. Um, and so we, um, have been sort of on this biomedical treatment journey. I, I'm a very, mm-hmm. um, I'm a person that's very like, I don't necessarily want to deal with, with medications and drugs and things like that. I would rather do things the natural way. And mm. so I, I try to, we've been on this biomedical journey where basically we are, we're adjusting diet. We're making sure that, that everything that's going into their body is a hundred percent natural and whole and, and all that stuff. And that, that really helps with a lot of their autism symptoms. And so I, when I post about that, I get people that are, that don't necessarily believe that that's a thing and that, that I should take them to a real doctor and that there's no way that I can cure their autism, quote unquote. And I'm not trying to cure them by any means. Um, but you just have negative people that, that just have negative things to say. Um, so that's, 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 some of the the things that I've come across on social media, but, but I will say that those are few and far between for the most part, I have a really positive experience on social media. Um, people generally are, are positive and want to hear about the things that are going on in my life with my kids, with my job, with all the stuff. And I, I don't, I don't, you know, you get those negative people, but they're not, they don't happen as often as, as you would think. Right. Yeah, I see that more often when people have very authentic and genuine content. I find that their audience tends to be so much more just supportive in general. They have kind of a, a, I don't know, they attract people who are also trying to be genuine and authentic and want to be nice in return you know they're not looking to be trolls basically and I see people who post not so genuine not so authentic and they might actually eventually get more or they might have a larger following but even then I'll see very negative comments or just just some of the like most ridiculous things being said on their on their page and I don't think that it's necessarily that they bring it upon themselves but I think there's something about being genuine and authentic in what you're kind of putting out there that resonates with a lot of people in a way that you just kind of attract these really wonderful I guess followers that that I just see so often and I see it on on your um, Instagram as well like some of the comments I'm just like wow you have great followers yes very supportive yes I love them and I think that that has a lot to do with what I put out there because I 100% agree with what you say like if you put out if you put yourself out there and put genuine content out there, whether it's good, bad, whatever the case may be, um, you'll attract the people that are your people. Um, mm-hmm. And if they don't like what you're putting out there, if they don't, if they don't necessarily agree with what you're saying or, or have a problem with what you're putting out there, they're not your people. And they will mm-hmm. eventually, you know, unfollow you, you know, go somewhere else. And, and I think people get hung up on like vanity numbers, you know, with like, like I need right. to have, I need to have a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, <laughs> you know, and, and that's all well and good. If you have that amount, that's great. Um, but I'm really happy with my 2,500 that are super 
you know, they're my people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm cool definitely. with that. And if I can help those people, if, if there's, you know, if I've got special needs parents that are watching how I do with my kids and I can give them ideas and help them with that. Great. If I've got moms that are like, I need to quit my nine to five and I need to be able to work from home and they see what I'm doing. Great. You know, I, if I can help those those few people that are my people, I'm totally happy with that. I don't need the, the big giant numbers. <laughs> right, right. And how, speaking of, because I know that you can get like uh, some bad feedback from, you know, just random people who find your pictures and feel like trolling you. But I feel like sometimes we're our own worst critics, mm-hmm. you know, and especially on social media, it's, um, you find you end up in a little bit of a comparison kind of mindset Mm -hmm. when you're on. And how do you yourself keep from falling into that? I will say that I used to, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I used to a lot, like, like really bad. And it used to be really, really discouraging because, um, you know, I used to, like I said, the trolls don't happen super, super often, but when they do, they, it used to really affect me. It it Mm. used to really bother me. And I used to, I, I I thought about just deleting my whole Instagram, like 88,000 times. (laughs) Like, you know, you get that comment and you're just like, Oh, why am I even doing this? You know? Yeah. You're like, I'm done. Yes. Yes, exactly. I'm like, this is not worth it. Screw it. I'm done. Um, but you know, then I get the other comments that, which are, which are more, more than 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 often more than the 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 trolls that I get and I get those Mm -hmm. comments that are like oh my goodness like I saw what you posted about you know changing up your kiddo's diet and I started taking away gluten or dairy from my kid and I've seen such an improvement you know you you get Mm -hmm. those comments and you're like well hell this is why I'm doing this you know this is why I'm putting myself out there and this is why I'm I'm I'm, I'm putting out the content that I'm putting out is because I can help right. these people, you know? So even though I, you know, you get, you get the troll comments and it used to really, really bother me. It used to drag me down, but I think I've just gotten into the mindset where there's always going to be negative people out there and you are never mm-hmm. going to be able to please everybody. You're never going to have a perfect feed, you know, and you're, yeah. you're never, yeah. you're never going to please everybody. But, but when I get in those moments where I'm like, starting to get discouraged. I think about those comments that I get, the the messages that I get from, from other moms who, even if it's a, something as simple as, you know, oh my gosh, you really made me laugh today. Like, like folk, I focus on those comments. I focus on those people. And cause that's what, that's what really matters. That's, that's the whole purpose of, in my opinion, that's the whole purpose of, of putting yourself out there and having a following and, and all of that so that you can help people so you can brighten somebody's day. And mm-hmm. so when I start to get, you know, crappy comments from people, I, I, I just try to not let it bother me anymore. I, I focus on the people that I'm helping and I'm focusing on the good comments and, you know, the other people that have negative things to say, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. Right. you got to learn to just like be okay with them feeling however they feel yes. regardless. Yes like you're going to keep doing what you need to do. Exactly. I think it's just a focusing on, you know, the negative things that they have to say most that has nothing really to do with you personally. That is some, some issues that they are having some things that they are working on with themselves that, that, that they need to work on themselves. You know, it has absolutely nothing to do with you. 
even though they are, mm. they are talking to you and they're making negative comments to you, it really has nothing to do with you. It's entirely a personal thing with them. And so I, I focus on the good comments and the people that I can help and the people that do leave negative comments. I try to keep it in the positive. I don't, I don't necessarily respond to those people in a negative way. I just, I try to, to keep it positive and I'll just say, you know, I'm sorry that you're dealing with anger, that you're dealing with, you know, whatever, whatever comment that I got. Um, hope your day gets better. And I just leave right. it at that, you know? <laughs> Kill them with kindness. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I remember my first time getting a negative comment back when I was, uh consistently putting up videos on YouTube and at that time I had gained a a significant amount not like crazy but a significant amount of weight just because um me and my family were like kind of homeless for a little bit and um it was just so much stress most of all and I had just had my daughter and I remember somebody writing like something about me being fat like you're fucking fat something like that nobody cares and I was just so like hurt but then like (laughs) right afterwards I was like I got my first troll like I'm doing something (laughs) right (laughs) and from then on I just looked at it as like if you're not getting trolled you're probably just not like participating Mm -hmm. on social media Mm -hmm. because every anybody who participates on social media enough is gonna get exposed like somehow end up on some random person's you know feed Mm -hmm. and then you're they're gonna have something to say to you yes but that just means you're getting a lot of attention from elsewhere you know outside of maybe what you already have as a following exactly so yeah I just had to take that as like lesson learned okay and just move on (laughs) yes yes I always say if you're not pissing somebody off you're not making enough waves right right so true and um another key point of your content what I noticed was um that you do some like hair and beauty um stuff is that part of kind of your like work like as far as online sort of but mostly I just love it (laughs) Mm, I got you here's the thing is when I was working as a teacher at a nine-to-five job you know I didn't necessarily love it it was just something that I did because because it was a job you know I focused on Mm -hmm. oh I get summers off you know and that right wasn't anything that I um actually enjoyed so so whenever I I started my Instagram and and started thinking about, you know, what do, what do I want to do? What do I want to monetize? I thought about the things that I love. Like, what do I do as a hobby? Like, what do I do in my own time that, that I really genuinely enjoy and I like to talk about? And that is hair and beauty. Like that is like, I am the nerd that has like an app on her phone that like plans out outfits or, or, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, like that's just something that I do that I love. So so whenever I, you know, think about my content and what I'm doing on there and um, I just, I just post the things that I deal with on, on a daily basis. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm always looking for um, skincare stuff. It's more specifically, you know, I look for products and, and ways that I can do hair and makeup and beauty and all that um, in the most natural way possible. Like, because my, my kiddos are so very, very sensitive to um, 
everything really, um, especially mm-hmm. harsh chemicals. Okay. So I try to find right. things that are that are vegan, that don't have harsh chemicals, all that stuff that fit into my lifestyle, but that I can that I can use and try out and and tell people about that can that could help them, you know. And so I do, I I look for products like that. I use them on myself, and I I just show you know, I show what I do, you know. So, I, I talk about five minute hair a lot because, you know, as a mom, there's, I don't have time to stand in front of a mirror for an hour like I used to and do my hair. <laughs> right, right. So I'll do like little tutorials showing other moms, you know, if you want this specific, you know, if you want a beachy wave, like this is how I do it in five minutes. Or, you know, you know, I don't have a lot of time at night to necessarily do like a full skincare routine. So I'm like, okay, well, here's, here's how I get this done in, in five minutes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I still, I, you know, I still, I still have the benefits and everything or like a, like a makeup tutorial, or I, I share, I share with people the products that I'm using and how I, how I put my face on and as quickly as possible, <laughs> you know, right. I, right. I just, yeah. I just put things out there that, that, you know, people could, could use, um, especially with, with my following, I have a lot of moms that follow me. So, um, not everybody has time to, to do a full, like I see makeup tutorials sometimes on, on YouTube and I'm like, oh my God, like this is amazing, but I don't have 45 minutes, <laughs> you know? So, right, or an hour, an hour and a half. I'm just exactly, like, how do you have the time? Exactly. So I'm like, how can I replicate that in the shortest amount of time possible? Um, and then I show people how to do that. And um, yeah, that's kind of how I, I came about the whole makeup and beauty thing is I, that's just what I love. That's what I like. And, mm-hmm. and I just put out what, what I like. And, and if people don't like it, that's cool. Like unfollow me, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, but yeah. I, there's a lot of people that, that this kind of stuff helps. A lot of people don't know how to do hair in five minutes or they don't know exactly what to use on their face or, or whatever, or, or some mm-hmm. people just need outfit inspiration for the day. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Or, right. you know, some people right. just need a message of, you know, I did a, I did a post recently where I was wearing shorts and a, a sports bra and, um, I was showing my body. Now I have had two kids. I am not in perfect shape. I am not a size zero, but I, tr- I try to talk to my followers about, you know, loving your body regardless of of what it, you know, regardless of, of whether you fit into that little box of this is what you should like look like if you're posting on social media. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so so these are the things that that I deal with on a daily basis. These are the things that I love. These are the things that I love to tell my followers, you know, love yourself, love your body, you know, regardless. And um, yeah, that's so I just I, the things that I put out there are the things that I deal with and love on a daily basis. So yeah, I noticed that um, m- being a mom just really kind of changes up all all aspects of your content, just like I think it does for most moms. It's like all of a sudden motherhood allows you to kind of embrace <laughs> embrace it and take it as what it is. Yes. You, know, you can't you don't have time to do your makeup for you know, an hour, like some moms can still do that because I, their kids are little angels. <laughs> Mine, not so much. So I'm like, okay, you know, either that or I wake up super extra early before she does or, you know, something like that. But 
in those moments where I'm like, I cannot leave her alone for too long. Yes. Then it gets quiet. And then I know something's going on. <laughs> so, yes. you know, it's just kind of one of those things where motherhood really just changes the like outline of your content, mm-hmm. but in the best way possible, because there's so many moms out there, you know, that are struggling through the same thing. And I think even more so for yourself being like an autism mama, you -hmm. know, you have, you know, Aaron and Jack, and you want to do the best by them. And the fact that you are trying something that you could say is, I don't know, out of the ordinary, Mm -hmm. is something other people find really inspirational, because I know that doing the whole prescription drugs kind of route can take a toll on not only the parents and but also the child's well-being outside of that Mm -hmm. you know and so I really think that that's awesome that you do that because you don't see that very often you don't see a lot of women promoting that like they might say yeah I have an autistic child but they don't also um, are almost actively practicing things and sharing it with others because it almost seems like um they're a little worried to be judged Mm -hmm. you know because not a lot of people not everybody has experience with that so it's easy for an outsider looking in to kind of think like oh you should be doing this and you should be Mm -hmm. doing that but until you're really in those shoes um can you really understand what you're going through and I think you're really hitting um home for a lot of these women who are also kind of in the same boat, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And I think that it's important too, because a lot of the stuff that we do with our kids um, is not necessarily mainstream. We do, we are, you know, going the biomedical treatment route. And, and part of that is because when I was a teacher, I worked with autistic kids regularly. And I, I see what a lot of prescription drugs can do to them. Now, now I'm not saying that giving your kid prescription drugs is a terrible thing. And if you are giving your kids that, that prescribed by a doctor, you know, that, that is absolutely your choice. Right. But I have seen a lot of side effects and a lot of things with kids that, that I don't necessarily want my kids to have to struggle with. And if I know that I can go a more natural route and help relieve some, some issues that they're having, for instance, my kids have a lot of digestive problems and Mm. right before it was, it was a couple years ago now, but, um, our, our, um, pediatrician was talking about getting her, um, hooked up with a GI tube because they were not able to digest things. Um, my daughter specifically was having a lot of, a lot of problems and, and was losing a lot of weight and wasn't able to, she wasn't getting the nutrients that she needed from the food that she was eating. And, Mm. um, so we were talking about getting her set up with a GI tube and all that stuff. And I remember leaving that appointment thinking, this can't be the only answer. You know, she, I, I, I thought about, you know, what she eats and, and all the, all these digestive problems that she was having. And I thought it can't, it cutting a hole in her and putting a tube in her cannot be the only answer. I just, I wasn't accepting mm-hmm. that. And so I immediately went home and started doing research and, and bought like medical books and just all of this stuff, trying to figure out how I can help her. And, and basically what that led me to was, was healing the gut from the inside. 
and not necessarily mm-hmm. masking it with pills or masking the symptoms with whatever or or going the surgery route of, of a GI tube. There was there was things that you could try first that were going to heal the gut from the inside. And I thought, that's what I want for her. I don't want her to be carved up or I don't want her to have to deal with drugs for the rest of her life or whatever. I'm going to try right. to do it this way. And so we started, um, it was a huge pain in the ass. I'm not going to lie, you know, trying to figure out what she was sensitive to and, and what her body could handle and what she, what she couldn't handle. Um, but once we started going that route and figured out that she couldn't handle gluten and she couldn't handle dairy and she couldn't handle soy and sugar and all of these things. And we took mm. those things out of her diet. It was like a complete 180 for her. She started gaining weight. She started to, she started to talk. She started to um, do all of these things cognitively and, and we were just blown away by it. So, so we started to continue to go down that road of doing things the more natural way. Um, And, and my kids are, are, are thriving now. I mean, they have absolutely no digestive issues whatsoever. And we went from, you know, (laughs) getting her set up with a GI tube all the way to now she eats anything and everything all day long. She eats like a horse and she, you know, she's, she's super healthy. The, the girl hardly ever gets sick. Um, that's so great. Like, yeah. Like the, that's, but, but a lot of people just don't know that that's an option. I didn't know that that was an option. Nobody, right. no, that, not one doctor ever said that this was something that we could do. And so I put this stuff out there on, on, on my social media because I want people to know that, that if you do have a kid that's struggling with something, whether it's autism or, or gut health issues or ADHD or, or whatever the case may be, there's other options besides just here, give them this pill, you know? Right. Right. I see that all the time. I actually, um, my, I work at a family owned holistic shop. We sell like herbs and vitamins and stuff like that. And I see people come in with their kids for a range of things, just so they're just you know issues whatever it may be mm-hmm. you find that they come because they're like you know our doctors are telling us that we can only give them or that the option is to give them this certain medication and you know there's some parents that are just unwilling to um deal and grapple with the fact that they're going to have to deal with these you know, other, a lot, a lot of times, a lot of side effects that come with those, those certain drugs. And they're like, there has to be, you know, another way. And being myself being Hispanic, and kind of we're serving more of the Hispanic community, Mm -hmm. because they're used to this uh, idea of healing with natural remedies. Um, They come in all the time, and you see just like the transformation of their kids and once they see it, you know, they, you have people come in and they're like, so-and-so recommended I come and do this and do that. And it's really amazing because you would think this would be like, um, very popular and mainstream if something natural is working, but it, it comes down to the fact that everybody's, everybody's body is different and reacts differently. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, you have to become a little scientist and you know create your hypothesis of maybe that will work and then test it out and then see the reaction and you're you're doing that all the time and it's almost like that is literally what motherhood is even yes it's just like let's see how my child reacts let's see what you know (laughs) what they listen to and what they won't and just kind of testing it out and that's 
you know, also, uh, of course, a reflection of life in general. That's, that's honestly why this is, this podcast is called My Work in Progress, because we're all just trying to like figure it out. You know? Yes, we're all like, trying to see if this works for us or that. And we're so caught up in like, being everything that we want to be all at once and all the time that we don't really appreciate the fact that we have to start from zero and we have to work our way and it'll never be over. You're always trying to like, you should always try to be better yourself and learn from life because life has definitely more than enough experiences for everybody to just kind of learn from and grow from and I think you're a perfect example of that and I think it's I really think that your content I'm surprised you don't have more followers because your content is very much authentic and genuine and has a certain I don't know what would you call it like oh uh, I don't know like a vibe about it almost that that is um, refreshing especially on social media where you have a lot of, you know, genuine people, but then you have a lot of just crap yes. <laughs> and materialistic just shit yes. that I'm just, yeah, that you kind of have to get through in order to find, you know, some really genuine and awesome women and people in general. Yes. Yeah. 100% and, agree. Yeah. I really encourage anyone who's listening, um, to really, when you're on social media, be kind of pay attention to how people's content makes you feel. Because we assume like I'm following this person and so I have to like or I have to deal with them being on my feed. But if they make you feel crappy about yourself or if, or if just the content itself is not serving you in any way, I think it's okay to just unfollow those people, yes. even if they're you know, celebrities or popular, that's mainstream. Everybody follows, I don't know, the Kardashians or something. It's okay for you not to. You know? Yes. Like, like, kind of try to follow and support people who are also serving you by providing you with, you know, insight and content that can really, should really be promoted more mm-hmm. uh, to the mainstream, you know? Yes. I would say, if, like, if, if the person that you're following is not providing some sort of value to you, whether it's, right. you know, helpful tips or making you laugh or, or whatever the case may be, if it's not helping you, if it's not serving you, then you don't need to give it your time. Right. Right. Agreed. Do you have any advice or any anything about moms that are trying to kind of basically live <laughs> And, you know, and freedom and trying to kind of cultivate their own online business? I would say my biggest piece of advice would be to do what feels right for you. Do, I mean, you, a lot of times we don't listen to our gut. And, and mm-hmm. for some that blows my mind. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, I feel like we all have this, this instinct or this intuition about what we know is right for us or our families or our kids or, or whatever the case may be. And we ignore that based on other Mm -hmm. people's opinions and, and we shouldn't, I, I say my biggest piece of advice would be to follow your gut, listen to your heart, listen to what you know feels right for you and do Mm -hmm. that. Whether it's, whether it's something with your kids 
um, or something with your, with your job or, or anything that, that anything, you know, we, we don't have very long on this earth, in my opinion. I, I know that sounds cheesy, <laughs> but like you have <laughs> got true. to do, yeah, you've got to do the things that feel right for you and, and for your family now, you know, you, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't base everything that you do um, based on somebody else's opinions, because number one, other people's opinions are not paying your bills. So if right. you want to work an online business, if you want to work from home, if you want to, or maybe you don't have kids and you just want to, you know, go travel the world or work from a beach or on a mountaintop or whatever the hell, it doesn't matter. You know, you should, if that's what you feel is right for you, then you should go do that. And same thing as, as a, as a mom, if you're, if you're a mom and you're listening and, and you know that there's something that you need to do for your kids, like I know for us, we got a lot of, a lot of blowback with, with what we were deciding to do with our kids. And it just, this is what felt right to me. This is what I knew was right for them. And, mm-hmm. and it worked out, you know, you just, you've got to follow you, your gut and, and do what feels right for you. And, and I think that that's really how you can live in freedom is, is to do things based on, on what you truly want and what's best for mm-hmm. you and what's best for your family. And, and, you know, screw everybody else's opinions. Their opinions don't matter. Yeah, I completely agree. 100%. And I really, really enjoyed having you on Tracy. You're so like, honestly talking to you I'm like okay yeah that's her for sure <laughs> like your pictures and yeah you you definitely being um 100% authentic and that is appreciated 100% I don't know if you get told that a lot but you are doing a really great job and well, thank you Erin uh, and Jack I'm sure are very proud of you <laughs> they will be so um say hi to them for me I will. I really loved having you on. Um, You're honestly welcome back anytime. We could go further into whatever subject and, you know, do a little follow-up podcast episode anytime. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for coming on. This is awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This has been super, super fun. Okay. I will talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really enjoyed um, recording this episode, so I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Um, Tracy's wonderful. She's so bright and vibrant and has this energy that just makes you happy. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it. So I really hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. And um, don't forget to follow us. Um, follow her on Instagram. I will spell out her handle. It is Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, and then Logard as L-A-U-G-H-A-R-D. Um, yeah, go ahead and follow her because her content is wonderful. Whether you're a mom or not, um, there's something to benefit from just seeing more authenticity in your feed on Instagram. I think that's more important than people want to 
kind of admit that it's important to kind of have some inspiration in your social media and not just people who are going to make you feel shitty about yourself because <laughs> there's those people who might you might think like oh they have it all and it's stuff and it's wonderful it's great to kind of aspire to be like oh I wish I could travel and do all these things but If they're not things that you're already actively trying to do, if they're not really like goals that you have as of now or like, you know what I mean? If they're not your goals, but they're goals that, you know, a majority of people aspire to, like if you don't really want to travel, but everyone says you should travel. So there you go following somebody who has like a travel um, Instagram and you're just looking at it and being like, oh, well, I still haven't traveled. And it just makes you feel shitty. And that's not where like what you even want to do but you assume that that's what you want it's kind of like body image stuff on instagram too i notice myself like i don't even want to look like that i want to look like myself but fitter but i here i go kind of feeling a kind of way and feeling shitty about myself because i'm like oh that's what i'm supposed to look like i guess and it's just okay to unfollow those people and be like nah like i'm good and follow people like tracy who honestly provide so much light and just like I said authenticity which is so um much more important than I think we give credit to so before I continue rumbling let me just (laughs) I don't know what that was just uh leave you guys off with um don't forget to unapologetically be a work in progress